Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast. Very special edition, Monday Morning Moments with John O'Leary. We record these each and every week so that you and I can begin our days and these weeks in awe and on fire with a burst of inspiration. Let's get after it today. You're going to love this one. As a little boy, my dream was to fit in and to be ordinary, not to stand out, not to shine. I just wanted my scars to fade, my fingers to grow back, and my normal life back, which makes what I'm about to share with all of you today all the more stunning. Get ready for it. If you would have asked a 10-year-old little boy named John O'Leary if he'd ever stand in front of a room of individuals and talk about the most tender parts of his past in front of complete strangers, you would have got a hard no, not a chance. Why would anyone want to hear about it? If you'd asked if he'd write a book about the hardest times in his life and the lessons he learned, again, friends, no, not a chance. Who would read it? What about turning his story into a movie? Nope, never, ever going to happen. How would it happen in the first place? And yet, my friends, the story of the little boy who should have died after being burned and then hid from those scars for decades has been shared thousands of times in front of millions of people on stages around the world. It has inspired two best-selling books, and, and I truly hope you're sitting down, is about to begin filming a full-length feature movie in my beloved hometown. I want you to go ahead and hear those words again. We are about to begin filming a full-length feature movie in our hometown. Yeah, right here in St. Louis. How's that possible? Well, let's talk about it. My friends, I've been fortunate to share my story at corporate events in large auditoriums and school presentations in very small gymnasiums. At burn centers in El Salvador and at palatial ballrooms in Dubai. Regardless of where the events occur, individuals always come up after and share their struggles. They share their heroes. They share their story. These one-to-one conversations always grounds me in how universal the human struggle is. It's everywhere, my friends. And it remains my favorite aspect of the work we do. It was after delivering a speech six years ago that an attendee named Linda Huntington hugged me, thanked me, and asked me if I'd ever considered turning my story into a movie. Replying, uh, not really, she asked for permission to start the conversation. So we exchanged information, we met for coffee the following day, and we agreed to stay in touch. I assumed that that was the end of my Hollywood career. Until, several months later, she asked if I could join a phone call with a few of her friends. This small group of experienced movie producers suggested that the next step on the journey would be to reach out to a few scriptwriters. Finding just the right person with a creative intuition to beautifully tell this story and to attract a broader team would be time-consuming, it would be difficult, it would be challenging, but it would be our next step to take. Well, months after that conversation, not having heard anything, I assumed again that that was the end of my Hollywood career. Until, thanks to the efforts of our producers, a screenwriter named Gregory Poirier, heard about the project. He was seasoned. He had already contributed to numerous wildly successful movies. And in our story, he saw an opportunity to share a tale of resiliency and the power of togetherness 
with an audience desperately needing that reminder. Now, I have shared my story, as you all know, thousands of times, and I'm more acquainted with my personal history than any individual probably should be. Yet, reading Greg's first draft of that script repeatedly moved me to tears. Couldn't get through it. And not just me, it turns out. The retelling also moved a director with a desire to share the stories of individuals and families who face struggles, embrace it, and rise from the ashes of it. That's why Sean McNamara, the Hollywood director who brought to life the movie Soul Surfer, you've all seen it, and hundreds of other movies and television shows to his credit, asked for the right to direct this film. My friends, despite having a gifted team now on board, raising the funds to independently create the film was exceedingly difficult. Working through global pandemics, keeping people engaged while the project took shape, and even waiting out both a writer's and an actor's strike occasionally felt like the certain end of my Hollywood career. Until. Until family and friends and clients and cheerleaders and prayer warriors from near and far came out of the woodwork to help make it happen. Legislation was passed. Additional funds were raised. Mountains were moved. A community who fought and hoped and prayed and loved a little boy when he needed it most desperately showed up again and fought to see this project, On Fire Movie Project, come to life. My friends, hear this clearly. As a little boy, my dream was to fit in and be ordinary, not to stand out, not to shine. I wanted my scars to fade, my fingers to grow back, my normal life back. That's what I wanted. Yet through grace and encouragement from others and an awful lot of love, a story I spent decades trying to hide continues to shine and to inspire. Have you thought about turning it into a movie? No. But seated here today, literally in Sean, the director's chair, with this goofy grin on my face, it's beginning to set in that this is exactly what we are about to begin doing. And one of the best parts, I get to bring you along for the ride. It's going to be awesome. On Fire, the movie counters the belief that we are defined by our mistakes or the difficulties we endure. It instead celebrates the parts of my story and really the parts of our story that are most enduring and most universal. That when community comes together, when personal imperfections are embraced and when we allow who we wish we were to finally give way to the gift of who we already are. Amazing things happen. I love that within the film, there is a tragic story and a redemptive story and a baseball story and a family story and a faith story and a love story that all come together into a powerful story of life. Broken, absolutely, but beautiful. And I love that On Fire the Movie is happening, my friends, because of you. And I love that On Fire the Movie is happening for you. It's just beginning, but the team is now beginning to form around St. Louis. The talent, the actors, those behind the scenes are beginning to make their way into our community. And it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be one that I, that I can't wait to take you on. It's going to be fun to do this thing called life together. 
So my friends, I want to thank you for being part of our Live Inspired Together community. And I want to remind you, not only is the headwind strong, that's true, but the foundation is firm and the best is yet to come. If you want to learn a little bit more about the work that we continue to do right here in your backyard, virtually around the world and physically in St. Louis, you can cruise on over to our website for our forthcoming event called onfireforgood.com. I'm going to say that to you one more time because I really do want my friends in the room that night. So visit with me right now online on fireforgood.com. And on the 25th of November, virtually for those of you gathered around the world and physically for those of you in my own backyard, I'm looking forward to reminding you that your best is yet to come. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary. And today is your day. What a gift. Live Inspired.